And that was Snowflake, the theme from the Beijing Winter Olympics, which just finished, of course, in February this year, and it was played by Lucas Kahn. While Melbourne shivered through the past week, up on Mount Hotham, they were cheering for the best start to the snow season in 22 years. It was so good, they even opened the resort early, which is a great news story for the mountain that was also affected by COVID for the past two seasons. So Graham Kemlow spoke with Anita Koya, Marketing and Public Relations Manager, to get some tips on safety issues, where to stay on the mountain and how to get there. I'm speaking with Anita Koya. Anita's part of the media and communications team up at Mount Hotham. And while Melbournians might be complaining about the Arctic blast or the Antarctic blast, more specifically, that sent a chill through our streets and across our suburbs, of course, up in the snowfields, they are applauding the best snow for years and years. We'll find out from Anita just what the current situation is. Anita, welcome to Travel Riders Radio. Thank you very much, Graham. It's a pleasure to be here. Now, you're having an absolutely sensational start to the season. How good is it? It is so good. We haven't had a start this good for 22 years. That's incredible. It is incredible. Many years we've had um, opening weekend, which is Queen's birthday weekend, come and go and no snow. But this is really one for the record books. Wow, that's amazing. So you had uh, quite a bit of snow on last weekend. I've seen photos from up there. It looks fantastic. Yeah, we've had um, we've had 100 centimetres, 106 centimetres to be precise, over the past seven days. So that is a lot of snow. Right. And it for, would, yeah. normally, what would you normally have? What would be your total cover in other years? At this point in time, uh, pretty much zero. We'd have a few snowfalls leading up in May and early June, but uh-huh. we, you know, we're talking probably under 20 centimetres under 30 centimetres not much at all and at the height of the season what would the depth be well we it varies from year to year i mean it's the climate is obviously something that's quite unpredictable but Mm. you'd be looking at um you know we'd be happy if it was a meter and a half snow depth um but it's already 80 centimetres. Yeah, so well... <laughs> we're well on track to getting a, quite a good result this year, I think. Yeah, that's absolutely fantastic start. So, um, now you opened early. You opened on the 4th of June. Normally it's the Queen's birthday weekend, which, of course, is next Monday. Um, so uh, is everything running? Are all the... Uh, is the accommodation open, the ski runs? What's yeah. actually up there right now if people want to come this weekend? Well, everything's open um, in terms of... Uh, businesses so certainly um, the the restaurants and cafes and pubs are all um, operating now including uh, including Hoff Hut which is on the actual ski field right. um, the ski field itself is still being um, bedded in I don't know the technical terms I'm mm. sorry but uh, this is a really important time of establishing the base in the ski field so we've only got a limited number of runs at the moment it's been the summit today yeah um, Actually, it's the winds probably that have been the biggest issue for us. But for the runs that are further out uh, and and the more difficult areas, the ski field operators, uh, which is the Mount Hotham Skiing Company, like to make sure it's very very well covered, which is which is primarily a safety sure. um, issue. Yeah. Okay. Now I did see a photo from the weekend of the snowmaking equipment in use. It was all, in fact, mm. it was covered in snow as well as the operator. Um, so you're running them uh, to try and sort of bed the whole place down, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Snowmaking's um, a critical factor in uh, all 
ski resorts around the world these days it really helps smooth out the peaks and troughs um, in terms of snowfall so it's also really helpful in getting that base established because once the base is established and it freezes um, it takes quite a lot to to you know shift it so the snowmaking actually helps a lot with that as well right now i i gather you've got bookings already for the season people have have heard how good it is and are starting to uh, book book the weekends obviously but um is there still accommodation available generally yeah, look, we, we encourage people to look at some alternatives um, such as midweek bookings. And yeah. I know that's not possible for everybody, mm. but if you're able to take some leave during the week instead of on the weekends, um, definitely accommodation is, is more easily available uh, during those periods. And, you know, you get it's, a deal, it's, can you, in the, in the off period? Usually, yes, yes, okay. definitely, yep. There are lots of um, There's lots of accommodation deals that come up through the season. Obviously, there are peak periods where... You know the deals might not might be a, there might be fewer deals for example yeah. school holidays because it's just sure. naturally very busy yeah mm, okay now if people can't um, get on the mountain there are options to stay off mountain and drive up aren't there that's right we've got lots of great towns surrounding the um, mountain surrounding Hotham and I'm sure it's the same for all ski resorts in Victoria so you can stay in Bright which is a well-established holiday town there's lots of um, different options you can airbnb you can stay in a motel you can stay in the caravan park if you really want to mm-hmm. um harrietville also close by and on the other side of the mountain we've got omeo which is a lovely old gold mining town which also has lots of accommodation and holiday rentals for people that might want to stay off the mountain well that's a good tip actually i'd not heard of omeo as, a, as an entry mm. point to uh mm. to hotham but yeah that's a that's a very interesting uh, concept now you can actually drive your vehicle up into the hotham village Correct, yes. So what do you need to do that? I assume you have to have chains? Yes, you do need diamond pattern wheel chains. Uh, We do have a couple of quite gnarly hills that get quite icy and a little bit slick. So please don't come up without your wheel chains. Right. And that's a legal requirement during the Even on a four-wheel drive, Anita? Correct, yes. Because we... The Hotham Road has a couple of very exposed sections and if it's a blizzard... You will still need wheel chains, even if you have a four-wheel drive. Right. And you can hire those chains uh, yes. in Brighton, Harrietville, I assume. Yes. Yes, lots of places. Myrtleford, you've got Rays, Ski Hire in Bright. Uh, there's um, Hoys. Uh, sorry, in Harrietville, there's Hoys. Um, um, there's a number of places on the other side. Omeo also has some options for hiring chains. Mm-hmm. You can't hire chains on the mountain. I just want to point that out to people because you... Need them to get there before you get up. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. So uh, some people try, but um, it's it's a it's a bit of a it can be it can be a bit uh, of a hairy drive if you don't have your and tobogganing in a four wheel drive is probably not a good idea. <laughs> no, that's exactly right. Please don't do that. <laughs> we right. don't like that. So now, what generally? Um, I guess there are people who might go to the snow each year, like people who go to the surf and aren't actually well equipped to swim or to ski. Mm. What are the things that people need to be aware of? Well, I think if you're new to the sport, it's always a good idea to get some lessons. Um, but, you know, we're, we're really fortunate these days. It's not it's not the cheapest sport in the world, but there are lots of options um, for getting... You can get second-hand gear. You can get um, some budget gear through, through a variety of outlets these days. Um, you, you really need to be warm 
You need to be well prepared for the temperatures that you're coming up into because it can change very quickly as well. Right. Uh, and, and, and make sure your equipment is well-maintained. Um, you know, don't borrow your mate's set of skis that have been sitting under his garage for the last 10 years because they might not work too well. <laughs> no, they may not. Uh, what, and I, I, I've always heard people say, do not wear jeans. Why is that? Oh, because they get wet within a few minutes. They're very, uh, they're very porous. You really need waterproof clothing because that will keep you warm. As soon as you get wet, you get cold, and right. and that's when it becomes very unpleasant. One of the thermias. I don't know if it's hyper or hyper. I don't know what it is, but you you won't feel good. No, you will not feel good, and, and we want everyone to have a good time. So if you're nice and warm. And there's some great, you know, there's lots of great affordable uh, gear out there. Mm. Now, I know that uh, you, your last couple of years have been impacted uh, fairly hard, like many businesses, by COVID. Um, mm. Is there any COVID regulation still in place on the mountain? Just the general Victorian public health uh, guidelines. Uh, so the way that will affect guests at the moment is that they need to wear masks on our village bus service. That's a free village bus service, but it's still considered um, public transport. And just generally, we ask that people, if they're feeling unwell, you know, don't come or stay inside and, and be considerate of other guests and the workers on the mountain as well, because it has a massive impact when people are sick and, and that impacts on the service that we're able to offer other guests. Yeah. How many people actually work and live on the mountain? Oh, that is a great question. I Hundreds, I assume. Hundreds, yeah. There's hundreds. I'm not sure exactly. I'm sure it'd be in the realm of 300 workers. Yeah. Um, in terms of beds, we've got. I think we've got about three thousand beds for guests okay. on the mountain. So it's quite. A, it's a. It's a fantastic community. All ski resorts are during winter. It's very vibrant. And Hotham, I think you know, I'm biased, but it's one of the friendliest. You certainly will get people chatting to you, offering to help you. Uh, you, you know, even if it's even if you're new to the mountain and new to skiing, you'll always find someone who'll give you a hand. Mm. And how long? And I know it's a long way out to, to ask you this question but how long do you expect the season to last well if it carries on the way it started and I'm and I'm going back to the 2000 season which was mm. the last time we had that this good start mm. we still had two and a half meters of snow at the end of August that year so okay. I think we'll be skiing well into spring this year I, I was thinking in terms of the school holidays at that end oh, um, yes is, are, they, are they likely to be uh, in the season or just out? Well, look, it's really up to it's really up to um, Mount Hotham Ski Company in terms of whether the lifts will be turning. Yeah. But given past performance, I would suspect that if the, if the season is as good as it was in two thousand, then we would definitely be skiing so be well into the school holidays. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now you can visit us from all over Australia. You were telling me. Correct. Yep. Um, I guess Melbourne provides you with most, but what other city? Yep. People come from Adelaide. Where else? Yep, they come from Perth. They come from Brisbane. They come from Sydney. Probably less so from Sydney because they've got great access to their own New South Wales resorts, mm. which are wonderful. Um, but we we do get people flying into Albury Airport from interstate, and uh, then just driving. It's only an hour and a half or so from Albury Airport into Hotham. Yep. Um, if you're coming from Melbourne, it's about a four and a half hour drive, but uh, it's very doable. We don't we don't recommend that people um, try and do it all in one day. Mm. <laughs> well, though some people do, um, 
but um, yeah, it's very accessible from all over. I'm actually surprised at how many people we get from WA. It's amazing. Wow. Oh, that's fantastic. Mm. Now, if people want information about what is on the mountain, what might be available to uh, to rent, or uh, you know, what the restaurant you want to book or whatever, what's yeah. the? Uh, you've got a website with all that information, don't we you? We do. What's yes, that? Yes, we do. It's it's mounthotham.com.au. So that's mthotham.com.au, and that's that's updated every day. So. Right now, we're in the process of getting that um, all lined up because we were taken a little bit <laughs> by surprise by the snowfall. So everyone's, um, you know, enthusiastically getting getting everything going. So well, we just ask that people keep an eye on that. Or give us a call, you know, 03-5759-3550. We have wonderful guest services people that will help you out. Anita, thank you so much for your very helpful uh, comment. That was Graham Kemlow speaking with Mount Hotham's Anita Coyer For more information about visiting Mount Hotham, visit their website, mounthotham.com.au. This is the Travel Writer Show on J Air 88 FM in Melbourne.